From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, hacks, scams, retirements, layoffs. It's all in a day of a bear market in crypto. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Today is August 3rd, 2022. The past 24 hours has been quite interesting. Not only have we had primary elections in six states, including Ohio, uh, we have the results of those. We don't know how November is going to go. And if it goes one way or the other, it's going to be very, very fascinating, to say the least. And I'm saying that tongue cheek. We also have a vote in Kansas that is very telling. We have Nancy Pelosi in Taiwan. What is going on right now all over the states, all over the country, all over the world? Very interesting 24-hour news cycle. I want your guys' opinion on some of the things that happened in the past 24 hours, especially Nancy Pelosi in Taiwan. I obviously have my opinion, but I want yours, Matthew Aaron at Crypto.co. But let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Time is 9.46 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $23,331. It's up 2.3% in 24. We have Ethereum at $1,661, up 5.3%. Teller's number three, USDC is number four, and Binance BNB is at 292, up 4.5%. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Solana, and Polkadot. Total market cap is up 2.8% at $1.08 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 41.2% and F dominance of 18.7. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. The coin today is number 59 on CoinMarketCap, the graph, ticker GRT. Its price today is 12.2 cents. It's up 3.6%. Its market cap is 843.4 million. Fully diluted is 1.2 billion. 69% of GRT is in circulation. The all-time high price for GRT is, sorry, was $2.88. It's down 96% since then. There's no data on its all-time low. We're just say it's probably right about now. You can buy GRT on Binance, Coinbase, Gate.io, FTX.us, KuCoin, Binance.us, and, well, just about everywhere. Even on Gemini. Look at that. So what is the graph? Well, the graph is an indexing protocol for looking up data for networks like Ethereum and IPFS, powering many applications in both DeFi and the broader Web3 ecosystem. Anyone can build, publish, and open APIs called subgraphs that applications can query using GraphQL, and that's to retrieve blockchain data. The graph currently supports indexing data from Ethereum, IPFS, and POA, with more networks coming soon. Well, that is the graph, ticker GRT, ranked number 59 on CoinMarketCap. Moving into today's headlines. Robinhood is laying off 
23% of its staff, the company announced yesterday. Robinhood said the first round of layoffs didn't go far enough, as it was only 9% of its workforce. The decline in value of cryptocurrencies along with inflation were among causes, the company said. The company has grown around six-fold during the crypto boom, lasting from 2020 to 2022, bringing its employee count from 700 to 3,800. The CEO said, Last year, we staffed many of our operation functions under the assumption that the heightened retail engagement we were seeing with the stock and crypto markets in the COVID era would persist in 2022. In this new environment, we are operating with more staffing than appropriate. As CEO, I approved and took responsibility for our ambitious staffing trajectory. In April, Robinhood claimed to have around $6 billion of cash and its growing cryptocurrency trading unit reportedly netted around $54 million in revenue that same month. In other news with Robinhood, the New York Department of Financial Services has fined Robinhood around $30 million for multiple regulatory violations. The department concluded that after investigation, the company had failed to maintain proper cybersecurity measures or satisfy anti-money laundering obligations. Robinhood Crypto was found in violation for the department's regulations for virtual currency, money transmitters, transaction monitoring, and cybersecurity. Ethereum name service domain ownership surpasses 1.8 million names with 378,000 new .eth registrations in July alone, according to ENS Domains. In a tweet announcing the record number of registration, ENS Domains says it saw 5,400 ETH, around $8.8 million in revenue, and around 48,000 new Ethereum accounts using at least one ENS name, plus more than 99% of the domain sales volume on OpenSea last month. Here's my quick take on this. It is always, and it always can be misleading if we're not looking at individual individual users. And this is where uh, digital identity could come into place. Just because there's 48,000 new Ethereum accounts doesn't mean that they're not just one person or a group of people just buying these .f registrations up. You know, to be perfectly honest, it could be just like ENS is buying their own stuff. The fact is people could be hoarding these .f domains because they could have value in the future. Buying up anything that looks like something that could be valuable to sell to a company or organization, an idea, an individual. So I actually would like to see a more detailed uh, discussion about what is being purchased, but also validating and verifying that they're from individuals, not just one entity or group of entities buying F domains. An unknown attacker drained thousands of wallets containing around $4 million worth of Solana and USDC late Tuesday night. Solana's status update Twitter account reported that 7,767 wallets have been affected and noted that the engineers are investigating the root cause. And this reports singled out the Solana browser wallet Phantom and the Solana ecosystem. The news has already prompted 8% drop in Solana's value in the hours following the first attacks. Zero X Fubar explains these SOL and SPL transfers are signed by the users themselves, not transferred away by a third party using approvals. So while you can revoke, it's likely something has caused widespread private key compromises. Co-founder of Solana Labs, Anatoly Yakovenko, further clarified, there's no way an interaction could make a wallet vulnerable. Only a token-specific delegation or an auto-approval or a leaked seed could transfer assets from a wallet on behalf of the user. Since system transfers are happening, that rules out delegation. The exploit is on the heels of yesterday's no-band bridge hack, which a thief made off with about $190 million. We got some MicroStrategy news. MicroStrategy took a non-cast digital impairment charge of around $917.8 million in the second quarter of 2022, according to its Q2 2022 earnings call on Tuesday. 
an impairment charge describes a drastic reduction in loss in the recoverable value of an asset. In the case of MicroStrategy's Bitcoin holdings, their impairment charge reflects in the decline in the price of Bitcoin compared to when MicroStrategy purchased it. MicroStrategy's $917.8 million in digital asset impairment charge is a sharp increase from the $170.1 million charge in the first quarter of 2022. Since August of 2022, MicroStrategy has been buying Bitcoin, and it has so far bought 129,699 Bitcoin at an average price of $30,664 a coin. So when Bitcoin was hitting its all-time high of around $68,000 in November of 2021, uh, their Bitcoin holdings was around $8 billion. Well, right now, Bitcoin is trading at around $23,000 per coin. That means their holdings are around $2.9 billion. But MicroStrategy is still BTFDing. They acquired 421 Bitcoin at $20,000. In other MicroStrategy news, well, CEO Michael Saylor will be transitioning to a new role and stepping down as CEO, and he's going to be the new executive chairman. Feng Li, the company's president, will reassume the role of CEO. These changes will take effect on Monday, August 8th, according to Saylor, and the new role will allow him to focus more significantly on the firm's Bitcoin hodlings. Do you have a stash of ApeCoin? And do you want to blow it on the most unreasonable shit possible? Well, now you can, and you can now spend your ApeCoin at luxury fashion brand Gucci. And you'll be accepting Ape as payment alongside other coins in some of their U.S. stores. If you are going to go to Gucci and spend your ApeCoin, let me know, Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co, so I can properly say, why? Huge news coming out of Magic Eating yesterday. They are going to be adding ETH support beginning this month. As we all know, ETH is the largest, has the largest NFT projects by volume by far. Representative telling Decrypt that this would be pure aggregator on Ethereum with no propriety listings. So that means, if you guys remember the news yesterday, that listed NFTs will be not held in escrow, which is currently the case for Magic Eden's Solana NFTs. So why is that a big deal? Because people should be aware that Magic Eden holds NFTs in escrow. And right now they have around 180,000 NFTs in escrow as of late last week. Meaning that there's a single point of attack. Meaning that a hacker or hackers are already working on trying to get those NFT and drain their centralized escrow wallets. So if you have Solana-based NFTs on Magic Eden, they're currently at risk. You've been warned. However, per this news, this is not going to be the case with Ethereum NFTs. And finally, in some crafty craftiness, North Korean cybercriminals are targeting jobs listed on LinkedIn and Indeed to plagiarize resumes and other people's profiles to land remote work at crypto firms, according to Bloomberg. So the objective is to access these firms' internal operations and gather intelligence about upcoming trends, including those related to Ethereum and NFTs and potential security lapses. One job seeker that the researchers identified last month claimed to be an innovative and strategic thinking professional (laughs) and also said that they're an experienced software developer. These are all North Koreans trying to get hired and get to a place where they can funnel money back to the regime, hack the network, steal cryptos, and other malicious events. So, in, in the case of crafty craftiness, I'm going to give this an 8.5 in crafty, crafty thinking. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share. Leave us a comment. If you're listening on Spotify, there's this whole new five-star rating thing over there. You just open up the app, open up the podcast, and you're able to rate us. Rate us five stars. It's much appreciated. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>